0: Living the Sweet Life is a podcast intended for mature audiences only. We'll be using sexually explicit language while discussing many different adult themes. So if you're under the age of 18, please stop listening. Also, please know that our thoughts and opinions should not be taken as professional advice. We're here to answer your questions about the swinger lifestyle. From newbies to longtime swingers, or if you're just curious, we hope to engage you all and to encourage a sex-positive discussion. Now that we've got that out of the way, make yourself comfortable and join us in Living the Sweet Life. sweet life as you can see my beautiful sexy co-host and wife the lovely trist is absent from today's activities why you ask because she wanted to go out to key west and hang out with her girls listen it's well deserved man that lady works hard i'm proud of her i love her to death baby i miss you i need you here um the show won't be the same without you. But I'm going to see if I can do anything about that, man. I'm going to see if I can uh, make you proud. Listen, um, hey, man, y'all know how it is. Let me knock out a little bit of this housekeeping. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at the Sweet Life Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Sweet Life Pod. If you want to send us an email, uh, especially after this one might be a little controversial, but uh, send us an email at the Sweet Life Podcast at gmail.com. And follow us on um, YouTube. Yeah, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can be a sweet talker the next time. And if you missed out um, being a part of the sweet talker chat, make sure you go ahead. Subscribe to um, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all those uh, big podcast players. You can check out the episode there. And um, yeah, man hang out with us hang out with us a little bit let us know what y'all think while you're there subscribe rate review we love hearing all the feedback we really appreciate it we want to keep this thing going for you as you can see i've been dilly-dallying messing around in the background here trying to turn some lights on let me know if this uh shit is scary because i look a little uh might be a little intimidating i don't know about this so yeah give me a shout out let me know Uh, but I, i think i like it you know what i'm saying i think it gives a little pop to the background but uh again Let me know. Love to hear what you got to say. So normally this is where we would do um, my how you feeling. I would hit out. uh, I asked my wife. Oh, look at that. Look at who is in the suite, ladies and gentlemen. Say hello to the lovely Trist. Yeah. Hey, boo. Yeah, I guess you got tired of the beach, huh? You want to come and kick it with us? You want to sit off to the side? And uh, send some some chats. Oh, hey, hey, folks saying that they like the background. All right, cool. I appreciate it. But yeah, like I said, normally right here, this is where we would do our how you feelings. So sweet talkers, let me know how y'all feeling. Tell me how everything's going in your world. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving holiday? Was everything all right? Everybody safe and sound? Um, Want to make sure everybody is good out there. Um, and normally this is where Tris would check up on me as well. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you all how I'm feeling. Well, one, I'm missing my boo. I can't wait to get you back, baby. I'll be at the airport on time, ready with hugs and kisses, all that good stuff. And secondly, um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pretty productive. I'm feeling excited about the show um, in general. You know, living a sweet life has been something fun for us. Um, and it's kind of taken on another level and we're ready to kind of push into 2021 and see where this thing goes, man. We got a lot of exciting things um happening and, you know, we want you guys to be a part of it. We want to, um you know, just keep you informed. Uh, hopefully the world will get back to normal and we can meet, you know, hopefully we can throw events sometime in 2021, maybe later or whatever. But, yeah, we want to kick it. We want to enjoy this with you guys and uh, hopefully you guys hang on uh for the ride man again let me know how y'all feeling even if i'm if even if we miss this segment just hit me up let me know i want to make sure everybody's cool by the way gotta send a shout out to one of my sweet talkers good looking out yo again as y'all can see i've been messing around with the scenery and the camera work and all that stuff so i've done at least 10 tests um on youtube live so one of our sweet talkers classy classy bunch of people out here, man. I'm telling you sweet talk is nothing like having this group. Um, One of our sweet talkers saw that I accidentally went live without my mask on, you know, testing the background and all that hit us up immediately on, um, on Twitter. I took the video down. So again, shout out. Thank you. Appreciate it. Keeping your boy somewhat anonymous. I mean, if you know me, you already seen my damn face. You can see this shit, but (laughs) it's all good. Still. Greatly appreciate it. So tonight's topic, folks. Whoa. Let's address the elephant in the room. Big old COVID infected elephant that stormed its way up from the south, from uh, New Orleans. So recently there was an event called Naughty in New Orleans, right? That went down. And I'm not here to shit on them. I'm not here to, to shit talk them. I'm not here to bash their management or the people who are in top of, uh, in charge of the, the event or the event group or whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to do that. I do have some opinions and I'm sure y'all have opinions and that's what we're here for. We're here to talk about it and share some ideas of where they probably went wrong and some things where I think. Maybe they went right. Y'all let me know how y'all feeling about it. So let's get it. Let's get y'all spun up on what happened, actually. Right. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this because it all ties into what I really want to talk about tonight, which is shame. Um, How people are feeling shamed during this time, uh, during the pandemic to play. Uh, Some people are playing, uh, but a lot of people probably feel um, feel like they can't. And rightfully so. But some people are, you know, testing the waters, but we're going to get into that. We want to talk about how you how that makes everybody feel. Hey, sweet talkers. Listen, thanks, everybody, for chiming in. Hey, everybody, everybody's reaching out to to Tristan, the sweet uh, folks are saying that the, the studio looks great. I appreciate that. Somebody said, nice look, that sexy bald head is on point. Well, you know, I do my best. I do my best. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, Yeah. So, again, I don't want to spend too much time on this part, but I do we want to get y'all uh, all spun up on, on what happens. Right. Uh, So a little bit of context in the swinger community. Right. At least in the U.S., they are like, let's just say a top three. Top three things that you want to do as a swinger. As a newbie, you hear about these three amazing things that you kind of got to try out. One is desire. And they're in no particular order, by the way. One is desire. Everybody kind of hears about it. You want to enjoy that lifestyle feel. You want to try that resort feel. You want to go get those uh, all inclusive drinks, walk around naked. You want You heard about the parties. You heard about the food. You heard about the beach. And these one of one of those places that you feel like you got to go. You got to check that box. Right. And, uh, And in that same vein is number two. Hedonism. Hedo down in Jamaica. Um, another great, wonderful place. And I'm sure you hear all these, um, stories about it. You hear a bunch of podcasts. You can probably check out communities all over Facebook, Instagram, whatever, all these places, um, where you can be a part of what's going on down there and people getting excited. You hear about travel groups. And when you hear about these swinging travel groups, this is definitely one of the places that people go, right? Um, desire, Hito, and then number three naughty in new orleans that for us was definitely a swinger bucket list item um we certainly wanted to go uh it was definitely on our list and it's on a lot of people's list because it's like a major swinger convention people go people go kick it hang out you even they even had a parade usually right usually in, in normal years there's a parade a pride parade uh for swingers everyone wears white traips down uh i'm not sure what street it is don't quote me i'm maybe bourbon street but you know they're loud and proud swingers all together loud and proud 2000 strong right so obviously what happened right um of course there are other like events sex down south dirty vegas but again these are the three big ones that you always hear about the three big things or that you want to try to participate in and Tristan and I was uh planning to go to uh naughty this year but what happened COVID boom blew a hole through everything right um and it stopped so many activities right there were other conventions that were planning on being uh planning on uh happening this year that had to cancel people lost um People got refunds or got rescheduled. We were hoping to reschedule with um, with Naughty. They did reschedule from initially July to August or something like that. And then they pushed it again to November in hopes that everything was getting better. Um, But it didn't things did not get better, Um, you know. As we all saw during the summertime, the numbers, the national numbers kind of started sliding. Uh, People got a little bit more comfortable. Everyone started seeing uh, progress as far as like where you lived, as far as like, you know, going through the different phases and stuff like that. So I guess the organizers of the event thought that it was all good to continue. Um, And again, other events were closing um, and stayed closed and clubs were closed. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation with uh, Vicky from Taboo. Um... A couple of days ago, she's the owner of a local swinger club in the Washington, D.C. area, more like Baltimore area, I guess you could say, um, called Taboo. And, you know, she's been shut down since a since St. Patrick's Day. Um, And, you know, just for the health and safety of everyone. She knows if you open the doors, they will come. And that's pretty much where this event started to go. This naughty event. And again, I'm not shitting shit talking them. This is anything that you can just Google and find at this point. I'm just talking about facts. This is just timeline. Um, you know, so as we got a little closer to the event of November, um, the number started to get crazy again around Thanksgiving. But I think, you know, the, the event was planned before Thanksgiving. Right. Um, and then, you know, they they did not cancel. They didn't cancel. They they stuck in the fight and they wanted to keep going. You know, sometimes you just got to live to fight another day or fuck another day, however you want to see it in this regard. Right. You just got to put your pride to the side and just say, no, I can't do this. But I'll get to the reasons why they said they continued. again. So we got we got a little closer. Twitter went ape shit on them. Uh, it, it became a terrible publicity nightmare. It was it was horrible. Uh, it looked like, you know, everybody. It was just bad publicity. Right. So long story short, the event goes down. It was a much smaller crowd. It was about from instead of 2000 people, it was um, about two 300. It was 300 people. And reportedly it was a different setup and some safety quote unquote safety protocols in place, but I'll get to that also. Um, They decided people just wanted to party. People were in the mood to party. These 300 people, 300 brave souls said, you know, to hell with it. Let's go. I don't know where they came from. You know, it could have been people who had international tickets and didn't want to lose the money or reschedule, whatever the case they went, they went down, they went to party. Listen, I'm gonna catch up with some of my sweet talkers here real quick. Uh, So let's see boom 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 good I like it man everybody's uh chatting and and having a good conversation in there I really appreciate that hey look at that swinging uh down under um thanks Kate Daryl for checking in they said our next episode is all about swinging in the media oh I like it I want to yeah you we're on the same page you guys are going to hear exactly what I'm where I'm going with this because The media has gotten a hold of this story and went crazy. Uh, Someone said, cannot wait to visit Hedonism. Yes, I can't wait to go back either. Uh, Duchess Cashmere checking in. What's up, sis? Thank you for joining. Your last episode was hot. Really appreciate that. Make sure you all check out Duchess. She's she's something else, man. Uh, She said, yes, one of my dreams. And someone else said that we canceled our 2020 trip to Hedo and are on the fence for 2021. Oh. So many good points. And that's something that I'm going to get to as well. What does the future look like for us? If we're not allowed to party or play right now, what do we What do? We do? Right? Just like they're telling, you know, people are telling us not to, um, you know, we shouldn't do Thanksgiving. We shouldn't hang out. Uh, we shouldn't go play sports with each other. We shouldn't do these other things. And I know. When that doesn't mean that you're fucking that's that having Thanksgiving dinner and having sex with strangers is very, very different. I am well aware, guys, but I'm just talking about listening to what people say again. Let me know what y'all think here. Uh, Someone said it's Canal Street where the uh, parade goes down. Cool. Thank you. Definitely going to be a while. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, everybody saying that they canceled their trips Um, as bad as we want to make new connections. We need to be safe for our family. I get that. I definitely understand. Oh, this is great. We got a lot of conversation going, guys. Ooh. All right. I didn't want to spend too much time on the story part. But anyway, so let me get going. Um, so, again, the party happens. They go down there. They're having a crazy, great time. But then uh, local newspaper gets um, gets wind of the, the story. And of course, this is a lesson, a salacious story about swingers in the south. Try that alliteration out. How y'all like that? The story says hundreds of swingers have descended upon New Orleans to swap intimate partners and potentially exchange viral loads. (laughs) Coming just in time as city officials loosen restrictions and allow for more tourism under phase three point three guidelines. And this is under the gambit. It looks like it's a local paper called the gambit. And you can definitely find that. I'll make sure I post everything that I talk about. Again, this is just timeline. So then uh, the the event organizer, Bob, wrote a blog. Not sure if this was a good move, but it was. It was a move that he made. um, And, you know, he was trying to explain. It looked like to me he was trying to get in front of bad publicity um, and, you know, Plead his case, let everybody know what his frame of mind was. I think it made things a lot more worse than it had to be. Um, got a lot of sweet talkers Tan. swing um, Swinging Down Under says that it was 259 people total uh, were the final numbers. Uh, Trist, my beautiful Trist says, uh, I mean, so many other things that happened besides the COVID. Right. Sure, it was. It was a lot of things going on. And someone else says, "I'm too old for Young Swingers <laughs> Week." According to them, hey, listen, you go, you register for Young Swingers Week, and you have a good time because that that's a good time, and you ain't too old. I know, I know who you are. You bad. You can you can party with the best of them, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so listen, um, what else, man? So okay, so then again, like I said, Bob, he went ahead and did this blog. That might have been like the nail in his coffin, man. After he did his blog where he tried to explain himself, he tried to say that, you know, um, the numbers were trending in the right direction to have the the party. Um, And then there was a lot of employees who depended on the money from the event. I get that. I get it. I get it. I get it. And then there was um, a portion where he discussed the ethics involved, where he says people wondered if it was possible and more so. Was it moral or ethical? Uh, we asked ourselves this question over and over again in the weeks leading up to our event. We continued to seek advice, track the numbers and trends many times a day. We talked to city and state officials, with the Convention and Visitors Bureau, and we continued to talk within our staff about whether or not we could and also if we should do this. We decided that we would strongly encourage everyone to be tested. Uh, and to bring us proof that they had antibodies, we wanted to create a bubble that would not be considered safe, but certainly would be safer. All right. All right. All right. all right. be safer. Right. Because is anyone really safe right now? You know, I don't I don't think so. But were these protocols actually just like an illusion of safety. Have you seen Fight Club? That's like one of my favorite movies where um, Tyler Durden is in the airplane and he says, uh, you know, the illusion of safety when you're looking at the back of the airplane and they tell you to put your head down in your uh, your lap when you're falling, you know, when the plane is crashing and it's just the illusion of safety. You know, you could put all these protocols in place, but let's not forget the key ingredient here. It's called sex. People people are going to have sex yeah they're going to be safe when they're eating you know, be safe at the conferences and when they're dancing and all that stuff but then it's going to be some fucking involved probably right and that's the that's the part that nobody can do anything about and that's the part where it's it's up to the individuals and we're going to get there too because that's the whole point right even though bob said that they had contact tracing uh they wanted people to to be strong about their contact tracing and wear these wristbands that says if you had the antibodies or not. Um, and to say that your, your last date of being tested and all that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that really, really helps when it comes to having sex. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, look, lastly, it was about 300 attendees. Bottom line was 41 people got sick. They put it up to about 13 percent. Uh, of their people, and then the, the media got wind again of this major major shitstorm. TMZ, Forbes, Newsweek, Washington Post, People, but the funniest one, in my opinion, was The Late Show <laughs> with Stephen Colbert. I'll make sure I po- I'll I'll tag that somewhere. Um, he just did a, a major like what was it? his monologue? He did his monologue on it, and it was hilarious. But it's it's kind of embarrassing, right? It's kind of like a, a stain on the community. It, it's it's just like um, I don't know. It, it just it felt like a a, na- a bad taste in your mouth. It's like a bad look, man. So I want to know what y'all think. If anybody's seen that, or if anybody has read any of these publications, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. But we're going to keep on going here. Uh, let's see. Yes, people are. I appreciate all the activity here. Tris. good looking out. You got everybody talking. I love it. Um, Someone says that. Yeah, it was even in the UK. I think that was Tris. Thanks. Um, Swinging Down Under says it has been global. It is in German newspapers. It was on the night show with Stephen Colbert. Yep. And it was in French, Australian, UK news. Holy shit. Holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> again, so let's talk about it. Now, here's where I'm going. Where do you think Bob and the organizers of this event went wrong? Were they wrong by simply having the event? Um, do you think it was irresponsible? And why do you think they did it? Um, My opinion, what I think, what I think about it. Do I think they were wrong for having the event? And it's kind of a complex answer. I feel like, yes, I feel like there were some mistakes made for having it, right? You pretty much, you know, you, you baited everyone into putting themselves in a bad situation. You know, I was having a discussion with a vanilla friend of mine, very, very close friend of mine uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. And he says to me that, you know, for someone having an event like that, it, it's very irresponsible for giving the option. The option just shouldn't be present because people will go Um, because some people will feel like they're safe enough because people will feel like, you know, it's been long enough. We're all suffering from uh, quarantine fatigue. We're all ready for some action. We're all ready to go out and hang out and travel. Hell, you know, my wife is out now, right? She's she's hanging out with some friends, you know, being as safe as possible. But she's out. So one could say she's being unsafe or people like that. Or you send your kid to college and the kid is unsafe. Again, when it comes to this swinger event, there's a lot of perceived fucking involved. There's a lot of sex involved. It's a lot of mixing and mingling and, you know, close talking involved. Um, so it seems to be a lot more unsafe then all these other things that I mentioned, again, like going to a football game and going to Thanksgiving or going to Christmas is a lot more unsafe. Anyway, so let me catch up with some of these uh, sweet talkers. Right. Uh, Duchess says and call it a who who going to fuck with a mask on. Right. Exactly. And call it what you like. But who really going to fuck with a mask on? Nobody. Nobody. It's just to be real. No one's going to do that. Unless you into that kind of shit, you know, unless it's some kind of kinky. I think you can actually find that kind of porn on uh, Pornhub right now. So uh, check it out. Somebody let me know <laughs> or I'll let you know. Uh, anyway, someone else says, add alcohol and people start getting careless. Bingo. Right. That's another one. Uh, that's another good point. And another one says, hard to trust that if people are lying about negative tests to send their kids to school. Yeah, it's a lot of shit, man. It's a lot of shit. It's, it's pretty crazy. Someone else says, Um, It was big news, but it kind of turned into reporters and the media stating some facts, but using the opportunity to give their opinion, quote unquote, opinion of the lifestyle as well. I agree with that 100 percent. It really did. It turned it turned us into, you know, it turned lifestylers, us, our community into a punchline. We definitely got mocked, you know, the morals of us, uh, of our people, <laughs> of our group got questioned, you know what I'm saying? And again, that ties it back into what I really, really want to talk about, which is the shame of play right now. Should we be ashamed? But I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Let's keep talking about what, what's happening, uh, what happened in New Orleans. Right. Um, so what do you think? Uh, again, people have been answering about uh, if it's been responsible, if they were responsible. Some people believe that they actually continue this event simply for money. It was it was a money grab. Some people believe that. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. It was like a money grab um, that. Do you think that do you think it was out of actual concern for the employees and the community uh, to bring tourism back to New Orleans during this crazy time? Maybe. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they they did. They saw, you know, they've been a part of that community for years and they saw that, you know, hey, we're going to do what we can. You know, we're trying to follow the laws. The law said that we can have this event and we're going to do it. Was it arrogance? You think it was just like, ah, we got this. You know, we're going to be fine. We're going to make it. People are going to come and they're going to come again next year. And just, you know, who gives a shit? You know, let's go. Let's get it going. Let's get it cracking. Or do you think it was just for the sexiness of it? Right. To have this sexy story to tell, to say that, you know, we were the ones who made it through. Um, While everyone else cowered in fear, you know, we rose to the top. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, Let's see. So let's see what else my sweet talkers are saying. Uh, Someone says that lots of hotel takeovers are actually going on in their area. Yeah, uh, another sweet talker says hard to social distance in a social environment. Bingo. Yep. Um, someone else says, I've seen hotel takeovers being advertised. I have too. Yeah, hotel takeovers. I've seen club parties. Hell, uh, in our last episode, Tris did another um, article that she found on, uh, for her How You Feeling about a party that got busted up in New York. I think it was only about 80 people there, but still, I mean, you know. Shit's going crazy, man, (laughs) but I'm not going to be an alarmist or anything like that. Right. I'm just talking about the hiding. What comes next? What comes next? Right. And 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 these are the places that I thought that Bob was wrong or that the event organizers, all the people involved with naughty were wrong. Let's talk about where they might be right. And this is the more controversial side of the story. Everybody chime in. Let me know what you all think. So where they write about people having a choice somewhere, it was another article that I saw. Bob mentioned that, you know, the lifestyle is built upon people who uh, believe strongly in in consent and not taking an an action without, you know, proper consent without having someone acknowledging the situation uh, and agreeing on the outcome or agreeing on what's next. Right. So he's, I believe, that you got a point. You got a point there. Like nobody told you to come down. Nobody, you know, made you do that. Nobody made you come down and have sex with a bunch of different people. Gave you the, the avenue, but uh you chose to. So here here's where the ethical and um the ethical argument comes in. You know, um you provided uh, someone with their vice. you provided them an opportunity to <laughs> to participate in an, in a situation that could that could potentially harm them but they made that decision. So hey listen I'm not an ethics uh, major I'm not a lawyer or anything like that but it feels kind of funny. It feels it feels odd to me that we can sit back and say that he shouldn't have had his event. But then there are people who, by his words, said they appreciated it. They were happy. They needed it. You know, they they were glad to have the opportunity to go. Who am I to tell them that they, you know, that they shouldn't have gone? I feel bad for the people who are sick, and I hope that they get well. But you you made that choice. You made that choice. Now, and I'm not going to sit here and um, talk shit about people for having sex, right? Because we played. Right, but I'm gonna get there too. Um, So again, my next question: If they were right, okay, were they right about the protocols? Were they right to set those standards? Were they right to have those expectations that people were going to follow these protocols? They were going to travel to, again, one of the flagship places or events in the swinger community, and follow all of these protocols and kind of water down their. their uh their situation their experience water down their experience you can have that expectation you can have that thought in my opinion uh but we can also be realistic here right we can also be realistic and say that you know swingers are going to swing eventually right swingers are going to swing not saying everybody's fucking everybody and we know that's not the truth we know it's not but You know, who's to say that some couples not going to link up. They're going to meet and greet and they're going to have fun and then they're going to have some sex and and they're going to put themselves, they're going to take their masks off. They're going to want to see what each other looks like. So maybe you can make that connection later or whatever, whatever the case, some kind of risky behavior and the risky behavior at the very least is just taking your mask off. We know that's going to happen. Right. And we know that it did happen because people got sick. Um, So let me see. I'm gonna catch up a little bit. Yep. Someone said that they saw a report on Caligula in New York being busted for an event. Yep. We was talking about that last week. Uh, Duchess also says, I also think that they did it for the money. We have all taken a huge financial hit. We have, we have, you know, a lot of people have, man. It's, it's tough. It's really tough out here. So, um, you know, they had to make a a very hard decision. Um, Let's see. Someone else says that was a club that got shut down in New York. Yep. Reaching, uh, talking about Caligula. Trist says if they choose not to have the event, uh, yes, it comes across as a little arrogant, right? Right. I agree. I think that I think it is a little smug to, you know, kind of say, you know what, if we build it, they will come and and then probably come, but whatever. Uh, Duchess agrees. And Trish says, I agree. Um, indeed, I agree that they are right regarding consent. Those are adults. They made a choice. Absolutely, honey. I wish you were here to, to back your point up, man. It's not the same without you, boo. But um, I appreciate all the activity. Everybody's trying to fill in the seat for you, babe. Everybody's holding it down. I appreciate the sweet talkers. Love y'all, man. Love what's going on. Uh, Someone else says uh, when a local church in my city infected over 20 people. Oh, I missed the key part there. I think it's quite unfair to just use this particular set of numbers to judge our morals as swingers to be continued when a local church in my city infected over 20 people. Wow. Yeah, but you're not going to hear about that. That's not going to make national news. That's not sexy. That's not sexy, duchess. you know. They're gonna, they're gonna, you know, run swingers all through the, through the muck, and try to make us feel guilt and shame (laughs) about what's going on. And again, that's where I'm going. I'm trying to get there. I'm gonna bring it home, people. I'm gonna bring it home, promise. So now, why do we care? And how does this affect our community? How does this uh, event? affect the swinging community and we're kind of getting there already we couldn't help but peel back the layers of this this onion just naturally organically it just started to happen everybody's kind of picking up what i'm putting down and i appreciate that so this affects us one obviously covid we know that we know the covid if it affects everybody right but then uh do you think this kind of sets the movement back <laughs> uh the 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 normalizing of non-monogamy Right. I was also on another call yesterday, uh, regarding some, uh, sweet life business. And, uh, apparently there are swingers who, or podcasters or whatever people who have gone back into hiding, retreated kind of, you know, like a turtle, put your head back in your shell, trying to lay low because again, like, um, Swinging down under mentioned this is international news and people are looking for swingers and people are looking to to find more sexy details and more sexy stories about busting up more orgies because it's the hot topic right now. Right. It's a little hot topic and the block is hot and people are kind of like hiding, like, you know what? I don't want no positive. this. This is kind of embarrassing. I don't want anybody to associate me with this lifestyle. Just lay low for a while. We're going to stop pumping out episodes, whatever the case. Not the sweet life. We here. We're going to keep rolling. (laughs) You know, even though I'm fucking up, making mistakes and, you know, posting videos on my damn face. But whatever, you know. So I just appreciate y'all jumping in here, man. So uh, what do y'all think? Um, How does this make us look? Do you think this makes lifestylers look horny and reckless and kind of careless about what's going on. Does this make you feel like a sense of shame about playing during the pandemic? Who's played, right? Who's played during the pandemic? Let me tell you, we have, we have. So, um, I'm not, the thing is, is like, I don't think, I don't think so. Right. I I don't, I don't think that this, should make us feel a sense of shame. I don't think this should make you feel a sense of shame. And shame is like, it's like a reconciliation between when, when your emotions and about what you did doesn't jibe with what the morals, quote unquote, morals and standards of society say you should feel about that thing. We could feel that sense of shame just by being a swinger in 2019. Right. You could feel that, but you, you didn't. You felt a sense of pride. So what's that diff- that That change? It's a public health crisis. Right. That public health crisis is that thing that makes you feel that sense of guilt, that sense of damn it. Maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Maybe we should wait a while and there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not advocating for you to go and play. I'm not telling anybody to go out there and play and just start being reckless and say, you know, fuck what everybody's thinking. Um, Do your thing. No, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not telling you to go to a a naughty event, a big, massive event right now um, while the numbers are surging, while people are getting sick. I'm telling you to make a choice. Make your choice. Take your time, man. Take your time. Make your choice and play by a, a certain set of rules that you and your partner agree to and your play partners agree to. Take your time. Really think about that. Think about the shit that you got at stake. You know, if you're going to play, know the consequences, man. Those people that went down there, they knew they knew their consequences. And I'm not going to judge them for that shit. I'm not. I'm not here to 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 crucify Bob, you know, for having his event. You know, he even admits that he probably shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have had it. But that's hindsight, you know. Uh, and we're all, you know, <laughs> susceptible to that, you know, hindsight is 2020 20 type of thing, man. It's just, it's, it's crazy. So again, I don't think so. I don't think we should be, you know, we feel, feel shameful. That doesn't mean you need to go out and spread your business. I just feel like if you do it, just own it, own it. Somebody say, you know, um, you're playing or whatever. They, they give you shit about uh, one they could give us shit about one of our episodes when we first jump back out there, um, but, hey, look, we put it out there. We, you know, it's part of what we're doing here. Um, and we don't feel bad about it. We feel like we've taken the the proper protocols as best we can, as best we can, because nobody has this shit figured out, first of all. So let's just all acknowledge that. Right. And there are other, you know, this isn't a what about Right. This isn't a what about them? Point them out. No, it's not that it's just. If you listen to other podcasts, if you pay attention to the lifestyle community, people are playing. People are playing. And people, some people don't feel bad about it. Not openly, anyway. And kudos, man. You shouldn't. You should wear, you should be proud of who you are. Don't let anybody, uh, what is it, play shame you now, goddammit. Hashtag play shaming. Anyway, so I'm going to catch up with uh with my sweet talkers. I asked if people have been playing. Some people have said Yes. Um. Let's see. Someone says that people who thought swingers were reckless thought so before the pandemic and will think so after. So why hide it? Yeah, absolutely. Someone said agreed. Yep. Someone else said great point. <laughs> yeah, people agree, man. I mean, you know, it, we 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 are part of a a lifestyle or um a culture or community that we break away from the norm. We buck the system. Um, that doesn't mean we are, we're reckless. You know, that doesn't mean that we're irresponsible. You know, Tristan, I have kids. We got a family. We, I got my mom. She has her mom, people that we got to be accountable to, um, during this crazy time. People we gotta, we gotta take care of. Right. Uh, so with that said, right. Um, I have, I have another question. I have another question. Should content creators feel obligated to apologize or preface their content with testing stats, Right. Because I listen again, I listen to a lot of, of content. And sometimes when before people get into telling their saucy stories or whatever they have, they feel obligated to say, you know, sorry, everybody. Or, you know, you know, we we, we were comfortable enough with this couple and we made sure that we had our results and we did this. Do we have to do that? What do you all feel? Do you feel like it's it's on the content creator to, you know, Let you guys know about our safety protocols. We're passing along that message to you. In a way, I feel like we should. In a way, I feel like we should. And I feel like we have a little bit of a responsibility um, as maybe um, I dare to say leaders in this community or at least voices. Yeah, I like that better voices in this community of telling people or even giving suggestions on how to. Play safer. Not necessarily safe, because, again, you can go to fucking Home Depot and catch the covid. Right. Uh, so let me catch up again. Some of our sweet talkers. Hey, black and kinky. Shout out. Appreciate y'all jumping in, man. Um, let's see. Oh, it's a lot of activity going in here. Uh, yep, it's just as dangerous going to your local Walmart. Thank you, Dutchess. And Tris said, uh, swingers aren't reckless, but the article about New Orleans does feed into the image most vanillas think. Agreed. Uh, someone else says, I mean, have swingers ever been looked at in a positive way? No. Pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, sexual freedom will always be judged. Agreed. It's fine to play with small groups that you trust. I don't see any issue with that. Sweet talker. Uh, yes, we're going to get there. And I think that's a great, great point. Right. Uh, Dutchess also says down here in the south, just about everything is open schools, football games, nightclubs, casinos. Exactly. Exactly. So. You're engaging in risky behavior in your day to day. So why are they making us feel shame right now? Why are they trying to. Set the movement back, if you will. Put us back in our, back in the hiding, back in the shadows, you know? Secret key parties and all that shit. I mean, it's still going to go on, of course. But I felt like the momentum is kind of like, it kind of shifted in another direction. Like, you know, it was so much positivity. You know, Tristan and I are 10 seconds away from fucking taking our masks off and just saying, fuck it, here we are, you know? But not no, 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 (laughs) no. Kinda, you know, we still want to do that. We still want to do that. And it's not because of this shit, right? It's not, we're not pulling back because it is, it, it, it's, it's just crazy. And I just feel bad for the people and the podcasters and the content creators who have like had to felt compelled to, to run back in the shadows. If anything, the community still needs your voice. You know, they still need to hear from you. They still need to say, you know, we good, you know, we are right. We're taking proper protocols as much as we can during the pandemic to still have fun because there are still some sexy stories going on. And you know, like I said, Tristan and I have played during the pandemic. Um and the way we did it, it was probably the way that other people, the way the sweet talker mentioned. Small group. Small group, right? We have like a, a little small bubble of friends now. Does that mean our friends doesn't have like another small bubble here and there's another small bubble there? Whatever. You know, couple A has a little bubble here and couple B has another bubble there. I don't know, but I trust these people. You know, I trust these people. They know my family. They know my situation. I know theirs in a lot of cases. And I respect that. And we we respect that. We respect those folks and we respect their health and safety. And that's it. It's just hard to. We're not looking for new people at this point. I think that's the thing, too. Like, you just got to say, okay, all right. I was rapping with these three, four couples before the pandemic, right before. That's it. That's where the line is drawn. You know, not meeting anybody new. That's kind of where we are. That's kind of where we are. We're comfortable with that. I'm not saying that that's not what other people are doing. You know, I'm not saying that other people aren't meeting new people or bringing new people into your fold. But as long as you feel comfortable with that, as long as you trust those people, that they're taking this thing as seriously as you are and, you know, um, handling it the way that you feel, you feel respected, you feel that your situation is respected. That's up to you. That's your call to make. Uh, again, let me catch up with some of my sweet talkers. It's a lot of activity, so much. And y'all gonna do this when I'm by myself, huh? That's okay, that's all right. Trish, you'll be back, and they're gonna get you next time, honey. Um, Black and Kinky says there are healthy steps to take for those who are choosing to play, absolutely. And I think uh, Bomber and I have talked about this before, um, you know. Uh, taking temperatures, taking temperatures, and uh, what is it, bomber? Uh, white blood cells counts or something like that? Something with the with the blood? You just stick a little little clip on your finger and test your blood oxygen. That's what it was. Your blood oxygen levels. All sorts of shit you could do. Um, someone else says we have played with our closest trusted friends. We take all the necessary precautions best we can. That's right, uh, and we have all been tested and we're all negative. Swinging down under says. One point we made on our upcoming episode is more than the impact to the health. What about the impact to the hotels being outed? Will those hotels ever work with us? No, she says. Whoa, that's a big one. That's an impact that I haven't I haven't even considered. And I mean, that's something that obviously, you know, uh, shout out to Swing It Down Under for their podcast, The Palooza event coming up next year. Right. She shout out again, because that's some great management, by the way. She had the event planned. She felt like the pandemic was too, uh it was it was a shit storm. It was crazy. So she pushed it off, canceled to next year. Shout out. Kudos. All that. I think that's just great. A great move. Um, but being in that realm, having to build that relationship with the hotels and things like that, that's something I wouldn't even consider without that comment. And, you know, I know you're dealing with that. And I can only imagine um, what that impact will look like, not only just in 2020, but in 2021, 2022. It's just going to be crazy. Uh, someone else says. Oh, I lost it. I saw something about a curfew. Where'd you go? Yep. Okay. My sweet talkers are going getting busy. So yes. Someone says we have a curfew advisory in our state. Wow. That don't mean we can't all run in the house before the curfew and get the party started. But listen to me being reckless. (laughs) Um, Swinging Down Under also says impact to lawyers who want to work with us, financial institutions. If they're worried about being outed in the news, it makes it harder for lifestylers to be above ground. Yeah, I mean, it kind—it just sets the movement back, man. It, it kind of is going to make things a little bit more difficult for, like she said, event planners, um, for club owners. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild, man. People probably not going to want to touch us for a little bit, but I think it's going to all pass. I think it's just a sexy story right now during the COVID. I think right after the holidays, the new year, um, more advancements in the vaccine, all of this stuff is just going to pass, especially the lifestyle aspect of it. I think it's just hot. Um, it is hot news right now. Uh, someone says that we're planning a small group. Black and kinky says, uh, not required, but I think it should be done. Um, we plan to do just that. Right. I think they're talking about the, um, uh, all the protocols, the testing and all that stuff. Um, Trist, my beautiful Trist says that vendors that work with the LS events also take the risk of being outed. Yep. Yeah. So many comments. So, so many. But I love it. I love all the activity. I love that you guys are passing ideas back and forth. Um. So. Should we be playing? You know. I think that's so. I think it's OK. I think it's OK to continue to play again. Not telling anyone to do that. I'm not telling you to run out and start fucking everybody that you see in the street. Don't do that shit. I'm telling you to be responsible. I'm telling you to make decisions based on your situation. Listen, only, you know, your body and your health and the health of your family members and the health of your kids. You know, those things. I'm not telling you to go out there and do that shit, telling you to chill. I'm telling you to, you know, take take caution with your with your finances also. Right. Like if you can't afford to um, to quarantine for two weeks. If your job requires you to be there, don't don't go fucking around. Like, let's just just be smart here. I don't think anybody has ever taken like a stance of just advising lifestylers. It's either shit on them or ignore it. So listen, if we're going to play, folks, do that shit responsibly. Right. Consider your family. Consider your bubble. Consider the people in your bubble. If you got a little sex bubble, consider them in your decisions. I don't think that's too much to ask. You know, we do it anyway when it comes to condoms. Any other any STDs. Um, you know, birth control um, methods, prevention methods, STD prevention methods. Why can't this be the same? Why can't you guys just why can't everyone just consider that shit? Just consider the, the every consider the uh, the consequences. And of course, be patient. Be patient, folks. Right. So if you got a test coming up or whatever, <laughs> you know, take your test and wait that shit out. Wait, your wait, your quarantine out. I think this it's kind of sexy to be waiting anyway. You know, so we had a party coming up. Um, you know, something that we didn't really talk about too much, but we had a party coming. It was a little something that we had with our bubble. Our bubble was ready. Our bubble agreed to get tested before to quarantine before everybody agreed. That's what we were going to do. We're going to be ready to rock and roll. But then something came up. Nobody got sick or anything, but the timelines of the quarantine didn't add up. Right. The timelines of the quarantine just didn't work. Guess what? we rescheduled the party we rescheduled, rescheduled our get together our event our little you know our 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 session whatever and that's okay it's okay that's fine nobody was mad everybody understands you know and that's one that's one couple out of all of other couples um who couldn't make it happen so we all had to reschedule and that's okay pack your patience people it's going to be a, it's going to be a bumpy ride but we in it. We in it together. So I want to talk about that too. Like, what's the next steps? Right. We're going into twenty twenty one. Hopefully, the vaccine's coming real soon. Um, you got a lot of people out there who will not take it. Quite frankly, there's people out here who don't want to take it. People who don't believe in it. People who think it's going to turn you into a fucking zombie. Whatever. Um, what do you guys think? Right. You think that. At the snap of a finger, everything's just going to be like normal again. Mm -mm. It's not. So what do we do? We have to evolve. We have to figure it out. If this is your course of activity, if this is what makes you happy, if this is what you want to do, you have to figure it out. You got to be patient and figure out the best, safest way that you can um, conduct yourself without harming a lot of people. And if that's not going to a fucking event with 200 people, don't do it. That's smart. Right. Just don't do it. You know, you got your bubble stick in your bubble, hang in your bubble. Go like uh, the beginning of the pandemic, man. Virtual sex, you know, send videos, send sexting uh, recordings, hot pictures, you know, step that shit up. Start our OnlyFans. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, there's so many different alternatives um, versus, you know, going to to a super spreader event. You know, even though you are making that choice, but you're making that choice for a lot of other people, too. So how do you you know, how do you swing? How do you swing now? Just very, very carefully. You know, let's see. Uh, I can't get up to every single comment, folks. So I'm going to catch up. Um What's some of the other ones? Uh, Black and Kinky says, swingers are stigmatized, are a stigmatized group now. Maybe we need to update our label. Duchess says that I don't think this has set the movement back. I think the media is scraping for any story that brings traffic. True. Could be definitely clickbait right now. And swinging down under says we have played three times since January 10th here in Singapore. Uh, We have zero cases. It was a risk we decided to take when we move to Germany next month. Cases are high and we won't play. That's right. You're making your choice. You're making your choice. It's going to be new territory. It's going to be a whole new situation, whole new protocols, all sorts of shit. Yeah, I wouldn't go to Germany fucking around either. <laughs> Not immediately, anyway. Um, someone says, I'm nervous about the vaccine. See, right? Um, and Trist, my beautiful Tris says, right, that's what I mean. It's going to be different. Can you give up swinging for two years? Can you folks? Can you give it up? Can you just like say, you know what? That's it. I'm done. We're going to wait until everything is back to normal. Uh, Duchess says for two years (laughs) at Trist, like, yo, like that's crazy. Two years. Yeah. And some people are thinking that, you know, the world isn't going to get back to normal until 2022, 2023. Woo. Woo. Swinging on under says Many international airlines are talking about needing vaccination proof before flying. I wonder if hotel takeovers will do will go that way. Maybe. Who knows what the future is going to look like, folks? But it's going to be different. It's going to be different. It's going to be a lot of parties in houses. Gonna be a lot of house parties. Gonna be a lot of just like we've said in prior episodes. Um, gonna be kicking it with just your your circle. Kicking it with the people that you know. It's gonna be no new friendships or very few new friendships very few not gonna say none because people are still people still find a way you know you still find a way just make sure if you bring somebody new in the bubble consider all those other things your financial situation the health of your family and being patient until test results and quarantine the timelines man that shit matters it matters as much as it can again We don't know everything. We don't know everything, but we just do the best we can and hope for the best. And I don't know if what's helping out here is or hurting is like uh, you look on television all the time and you get to see, you know, sports and athletes and all these folks are, you know, they they get sick from the COVID um, playing football and then, you know, they just sit out for two weeks and then they come right back and playing. But you got to consider those people are top-notch athletes, you know, top-notch athletes and their immune system and their recovery system is very different from yours we're normal people we're a lot of us are just normal people man so you got to consider all that stuff folks so listen um i hope this uh i hope this episode came across in a good way right um i i I don't want to alarm people Um, Oh, and someone said on a positive note. Let's support the folks trying to support the community, retweet them, like them, donate if you can. Perfect. That was uh, swinging down under. Oh, and someone else said, I don't see us coming back to the lifestyle until it's fully safe, not ready to take that risk. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. So, again, yeah, right. Like uh, like she said, you know. On a positive note, yeah, support the people out here that's that's really, you know, m- trying to make strides in the community, um, who are wearing the badge of honor, wearing it proud, and you know, and, and let's just try to make it happen together, folks. I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. Again, I, I hope that this, this, this episode translated well. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I want people to enjoy themselves. I want you to be safe. Because that's what this show is about, man. It's about um, enjoying this life, enjoying this lifestyle. And this lifestyle is going to continue. But just hopefully that people are just taking the proper precautions. Everybody be safe. I'm not telling anybody to do anything. Just take your time. Hang in there. And we're going to be all right, folks. We're going to be all right. So, again, I want you all to email me, man. Let me know how you all feel about this. Email us. uh, Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is... At Sweet Life Pod. Hit us up on IG at The Sweet Life Podcast and email us at uh, TheSweetLifePodcast at gmail.com. Hey, this has been a blast. I love all the activity. I can't say it enough. Sweet Talkers, I really appreciate you, Trist. I miss you, baby. Can't wait till you get back in here. And um, I think that's it, folks. I'll catch y'all in two weeks. Y'all take care. Be safe. Bye. Again, we'd like to thank you for living a sweet life with us. To everyone who couldn't join us live in the suite, check out our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Feel free to email us at living the sweet life podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Sweet Life Podcast and on Twitter at SweetLifePod. Don't forget to subscribe to us on our YouTube channel at Living the Sweet Life Podcast so that you can be a sweet talker the next time. So, do you have anything else to say to our lovely guests? Until next time, keep living a sweet life. Bye.